What's poppin' everybody? Welcome back to a girl and her mother-in-law. Happy, Happy fucking, fucking Monday. Monday. Oh, we missed it last girl. time. I'm really sad about it. <laughs> I know. I can't believe it. I know. I after we stopped recording, I was like, "Oh my god, we didn't say happy fucking Thursday." Like, who are we? Uh, it's just because we suck. I think we need suck. that on a t-shirt. Happy fucking. Happy fucking. Probably Monday. I feel like that would be the most wearable because nobody really likes Mondays that much. But like the podcast comes out, so it's kind of a good day. So then they could just wear a shirt shirt that says "Happy fucking Monday." <laughs> Happy fucking Monday. Happy Monday, y'all. We could make it with like little stars so that it's wearable in public. Oh, cute! Like, like you know, like I have a T-shirt that says "fuck cancer," but it's say like a ribbon. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. So, so it's like we could do a play on the word so that it's not like you're wearing a shirt in public that blatantly says fucking on it. <laughs> but what's wrong with fucking? I, I, <laughs> <laughs> I used to have a shirt when I was younger that said, fuck you, you fucking fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. I think I had that same one. Yeah, at the, at the flea markets and shit where they sell them. <laughs> but like that one, like, would you wear that in public? Probably not. <laughs> No, I wouldn't. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Okay, I'm writing <laughs> Sometimes, it down. depending on where I'm going. True. <laughs> I'm going to a family barbecue. I'm wearing Definitely wearing that shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm writing down the merch idea. Happy fucking Monday. Even though we're Monday, Thursday, and Saturday, but it's fine. Okay, anyways, that got off on a tangent. We always do. <laughs> That's us. Welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Um, all right, we have something to address, I guess. <laughs> yeah, we have something to address, we guess, I guess, she guesses. Um, as you guys have mentioned in the Facebook group, people were curious as to why we were recording separately. We just snuck it in there and like we were like, nobody's going to ask. <laughs> and we were doing it because we obviously realized that the delay yeah, really, yeah, because we were talking over each other mm-hmm. and the delay and I was... Alyssa's like, should we just say it? And I'm sure let's just say it. Because um, I didn't want people at home to be like, why the fuck this sounds so bad? <laughs> and be like, no, I promise <laughs> no, we're fine. No, it really, it sounds good. Like I, when editing it, like we put it together and it sounds yeah. good. But you could tell that we're, you know, there's a little bit of a delay. But all right, boys and girls, the reason why we were is because we are staying separate. Because unfortunately- <laughs> Yeah, we're not talking. I can't stand this bitch. We're just doing it for the podcast. When people said that, I'm like, I'm like, I get it, but also like, why would we even record at all? We would just skip if we were like in an argument uh, or something. Like, we wouldn't be sitting here talking for an hour and faking it (laughs) if we were in a fight. Fake it till you make it. (laughs) We would never do that. Just so you guys know, we would just skip the week. And I do appreciate that people said um, that whatever it is, they they appreciate that we're still putting out a podcast. So yeah, yes, it's it's been a struggle. We are doing it, and unfortunately, COVID entered into Mikasa, and um, Ever was sick. He got it from his boss, and um, we kept him isolated, kept him away. Uh, Leah, Amani, and I, we quarantined, and when we were free of being quarantined, then Aaliyah wasn't feeling great, and then, yeah. So, we're still staying separate. Yeah. Officially, we're out of quarantine, we're out of isolation, we are allowed to, but I'm still going to stay separate for a little extra, because why not? You yeah, know? it's worth I don't want to get Alyssa and Zane sick. Mm-hmm. You know, we just stay separate, and, and thank God, I mean, we're they're healthy, <laughs> and we're feeling better, and uh, yeah, so yeah. that's why. And it's just like my whole heart issue. I don't want to tell you guys as I'm going through something, because it's just difficult to try to explain or deal with and then have all of you concerned or asking yeah. it just makes it that like much more yeah. yeah yeah so i hope that you guys aren't mad at me for not saying it earlier but no, it's a private thing that we just it, wanted to deal with yeah. privately that's all right and now but now that like i said now we're on the flip side of it and we're okay yeah. <laughs> Somebody also mentioned that Jerry sounded a little <clears throat> yeah. sticky. So we're just playing um, it safe. That's all. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I, I miss my Alyssa. I miss. I haven't too. seen her in forever. I know. And I did go get 
a test um, and I was negative. So that's why. And I could not wait for her to report back to me because I'm like, (laughs) I did not want to mess up her birthday and not have her be able to see her family. (laughs) Yeah. But thank God she's fine. They're fine. And we're fine also. It's just a couple of more days. Yeah. Maybe by next week or so. Yeah. It happens. So, Every, I feel like here. everyone's bound to get it eventually at this point. It's going to become yeah. like the flu, you know? Like, we'll have a vaccine. And people will still get it once in a while. I just, it'll hopefully bring down people dying by the freaking thousands, you know? Yeah. I I, I do want to say, I mean, I don't want to be controversial. How do you say that word? Whatever. Controversial? Yeah, but I'm going to. Um, <laughs> I'm going to fucking say it anyway. <laughs> my podcast, bitch. My- <laughs> My um, husband's boys is an anti-masker, so. Mm. I don't think that's controversial at all. I don't think that helping yourself and others should be controversial. <laughs> yeah, well, it just goes because my husband wears his mask the whole time, you know, mm-hmm. and. Um, and he owns a you business, know, his, so. <laughs> he, he owns a business and they work together and there's times that like they'll have lunch together or something like that. And P.S. ever came home with it. Mm-hmm. So, um Please wear your mask. Yeah, that's how it's been fucking spreading because people don't think they the mask works. <laughs> yep. And obviously, you know, like, Ever's my husband. We're all around. Him and Lee and I hang out all the time watching TV. And it was like, I guess, by the time he realized or, you know, like, and it wasn't even like he didn't get s- sick really at all. But he just one day was like, <clears throat> uh-oh, here we go, Let dry throat. Yeah. And I'm like... I, right away, I was like, you need to go get tested because I know, you know, I know that situation of where he, who he's around. So I'm yeah. like, just please go check. And when he called me, like, and he was like, I'm positive. I'm like, oh my God. Like, I was honestly not expecting it. I was expecting him to go, no, I'm fine. Yeah, me and either. Then, I wasn't expecting it. Yeah, I was, I was really shocked. But, um, but by that time, you know, obviously Ali and I had already hung out, so we don't know the exact day he was like exposed. So yeah. unfortunately, it, it came around, but yeah. we are all good, thank God. Yeah. And um, I feel like that's like the I hard said, part. Is that I'm like, sorry for keeping you guys? No, you know? no, you don't have to be sorry. We're allowed to well, keep things private. No, I know, but my, yeah. they're 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 my little fam, and I love and appreciate them, and they are caring, and I love you guys, and we are like I said, we're we're fine, and it's just going to be a little while longer. I would just rather stay away from Listen Zane for yeah. a little bit longer, yeah. and uh, yeah, and then we'll be back to it live yeah. in person. I was going to say, I, I bet if we didn't even say that we were recording separately, nobody would have even noticed. But um, uh, oh, that's the hard part is like. When you're around somebody, it could take up to seven days for you to even test positive. So then it just becomes this mess of like, well, I don't have symptoms yet, but should I test now? Well, I have to quarantine and wait another week. And like different nurses are saying different things. And there's so many different things on the internet. It's like hard to like figure out the right thing to do, you know? Like everybody's going through this for the first time in the world. It's like not everybody knows what the right thing to do is. We're kind of all figuring it out together. We sure are. (laughs) <laughs> I was pissed off too. I'm like, I have been so careful. I know. It's, it's you just, like you, you just never know. Yeah. You never know. I know. And I'm like, you know what? That one lunch they ate together or those two lunches they ate together, you just fucking, you don't know. Yeah, it happens like that. And yeah, so I mean, yeah. And now we're good. Yeah, thank God like everybody had like a mild case, you know, like because it could have been bad. That's scary. Yep, it is. But we're good. Now we have changed subject because I'm emotional. Okay. Well, everybody's fine. Thank God. We're all healthy. We're all good. Mm-hmm. Jerry's just going to sound like this for the. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And, and, you know, it's like <clears throat> between that and it's cold. So the heat's on and you just get dry. And it's I like, know. oh, my God. Fucking yeah. sucking on cough drops. <laughs> yeah. We are lucky that. We are able to record 
over FaceTime and shit. Like, we figured all this shit out. We got our AirPods. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm grateful it's, it's that we figured it out. It's kind of weird. There's, there's so many technical things that go into it. I know. <laughs> but um, this is good practice because, you know, if and when we are not mm-hmm. living within close proximity, we understand that now, because that's honestly been a little bit of a fear of mine when we were talking about, oh, like, are we going to move to Texas? And what if I go and you don't go? Yeah. Or what if I go to Connecticut and you go to Pennsylvania? Like, yeah. you know. It was like, how? The, what's going to happen to Agamil? Are we just going to give up on it? And no. it's like, now we know that it can continue. Oh, you we know? will always it's find like, a way. We can give up on the Agamil fam. Shit, no. I mean, but now we know it's possible. Yeah. It's oh, just, totally. It's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now that that is out of the way, <laughs> that's what's been going on. I feel, yeah, I love you guys. I feel like this is a, a safe space for me rather than YouTube. I feel like YouTube can get... Um, I don't know, maybe because this doesn't have comments, probably. That's probably why. Because <laughs> then I would be sitting there reading through comments of everybody. And it would, like, not be good for my mental health. So I feel like this is, like, a safe space. And, like, our Facebook group is so, like, curated to people that, like, actually genuinely like us, you know? It's not open to the public. And so they I feel like They really like us. They actually like us. Like, they nope, really, not just, really like... really like us. Yeah, like, a random <laughs> hater can't just, like, comment in the Facebook group because it's private. So. And if they do, then they get the fuck out. So right. I mean, just- and- YouTube is just, like, really different. And I love my people on YouTube, but it's just different. Um, They can be very harsh, though. Yeah, exactly. obviously not your true, true ones. But, yeah, yeah, people can spew hate. You know, what do they call them? The keyboard warriors? Yeah, exactly. come on, people. Just be kind. Be kind. Be kind. Did you fucking put Ah. it on your car yet? (laughs) I did not put it on my car. I'm sorry. I've been, been like, kind of on lockdown. (laughs) (laughs) I've been, like, kind of, like, can't even leave the fucking front door. So I'm not going crazy uh, at all. I'm fine. (laughs) I do have to say, yesterday was my first day I was allowed out. Yeah. That's the first time I've, like, breathed fresh air in, like, forever. <laughs> and it was so nice. It's like, I'm not even I'm opening like, the windows. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Wow, this is nice. <laughs> That's funny. But, um, all right. So. Advice. What? Advice. Oh, I was okay. going to do my word of the day. Oh, girl, do your word of the day. Okay. Thank so- you to somebody in our group because yesterday I read a, I, I read a, um, uh, a post, somebody posted, they were like, oh, word of the day, blue ball. And I'm like, wow, that was so long ago. But she's a new, I guess, listener since November, just up to that part. And I said, damn, we don't even do fucking secret word of the day anymore. Seriously. So here we are. You know, Alyssa's going to do it. Get excited because so, it's a good word. <laughs> um, I'm also going to do quote of the day. So round of applause, Ooh. double round of applause. This is Woo. like, <laughs> this is something we're we getting used our to shit do. together. <laughs> <laughs> We've probably done quote of we're the day trying. maybe five times because we always kept forgetting. <laughs> but I always. have an app on my phone now that gives me a quote like every 10 minutes and I love it. And so this was the one that was on there today was the best view comes from the highest climb. Mm. Mm. Think, let that sit in, guys. Think of mm-hmm. that. Yep. Yeah, that's so true. Yep. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And then the word of the day, we always do random. So if you like don't skip the podcast and you listen all the way through, then you get to hear the random word of the day and then you're like in the special club. So today's word is leaf because I'm looking at a plant. (laughs) It's a special club. Yeah, you're in the special club. You're part of the special club. (laughs) So it's leaf. That's what it is because I'm looking at a plant. Leaf. So exciting, guys. Yep. Leaf. Okay. So that's that. Okay. Now we're going to read some advice. Sure. Okay. Listen, Ooh. I really I really enjoyed last week's episode, the one on like updates and stuff. Yeah. I really enjoyed that one. Like I feel like so much more connected when people update us and we can continue their story. Like it just makes us feel like at one with them, like we're part of their journey. And I appreciate that. So if you guys, if we read your shit today and you want to update us, 
please mm-hmm. do. And 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 add it. However, what do you call it, Alyssa? Like Subject add line. it onto your first one. Oh, oh yeah, make it a thread on, from your first email. This way we can refer back to it because, you know, I'm an old bitch and I forget half the times what the email was about. I don't know shit either. I'm like, what the fuck is this about? (laughs) So, uh, yeah, but I definitely think like these advice ones, we've been hitting some serious topics and very interesting stuff. So, yeah, I think it's cool, too, because I think about like I always try to put it in my shoes, like as a consumer, like what would I like when I try to like do anything business related? And if I listened to a podcast religiously every single week and I heard a story last week and then they were like, are we have an update on this? I'd be so excited. You know? Yeah, exactly. Like it's like a, a, like next week's TV show. Did you watch Big Sky? I watched the one that came one. out on the second. Yes, I did. You did. And let me just tell you too. Let me just tell you. <gasps> so oh, wait, good. Wait, maybe I didn't. Don't say anything. Okay. I will mean, watch it yeah, a couple. Okay. okay. But let me tell you, imposters, girl. Oh, yeah, you guys. I can't even talk to you because we're past you. We're You're past, past you. the first season? Yes. And, oh, my, oh my God. God. I am already devastated because there's only two seasons and we're halfway through the second season. And it's like, what? Does Ever like, love this it is just too? something. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and. <laughs> It's just terrible because it's going to be another one like, what are we going to do with life after this? I know. It always feels like that, right? It's like, this was my identity right now. Yeah, I got to move on to something else. (laughs) That (laughs) wedding, though, when they had the wedding. We won't spoil it for you guys. You guys got to watch The Imposters. At the wedding, it's like you thought one thing was happening. Oh, hell no. Two seconds later, something else. Two seconds later, something else. Oh, my God. So good. We were texting each other last night, and Alyssa said that. It's like, you can't even predict what's going to happen. I'm like, yeah, when you think you know what's going to happen, it's like, uh uh-uh. It's completely opposite. I will say, I did predict one thing. If you guys want to watch the show, I guess maybe skip ahead, like, literally a few seconds. I knew that um, Gina and what's-her-name were going to hook up. I knew it. Oh uh, yeah. I yeah. I called it from the from the day that they uh, did her birthday party right in the beginning. I knew that they had like some tension there. I'm like they're going to get together. I know it. Oh. I called it. <laughs> I, called it. I don't think I knew that early, but I yeah. did know. And so when they started hooking up, I told Zane, I was like, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you just won the lotto. You like, I knew this. I told you. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it's such a good show. And it's a good show because there's just so much happening at one time. Yes, it keeps you interested. And it really just keeps your mind like, whoa, what just happened, you know? Yeah. But like, yeah. fuck those shows that people are like, oh yeah, I have to watch like the first three or four episodes and then it gets good. I'm like, I don't, what the fuck? Four episodes are not good. I don't got time for that. <laughs> like, make it good See, from I the do. first one. <laughs> I got time. I have time for those, okay? <laughs> I got time, but I don't have the attention span. So if it's not good within the first two episodes, I'm off. I then can't do it. Then that's it, yeah. So that's a good well, like show. Well, like Big Sky. Big good. Sky took me a little bit. Yeah, the first episode was corn. Yeah. And, and it really, it, it was it was like cheesy. Like, yes. I, I don't know. I just felt like yeah, a corny. lot of it was like... And then I'm like, wait, but listen, Zane really liked this, so let me give it a go. And now I'm glad I did, obviously. Well, um, Zane said that one he wouldn't watch on his own time, and he thinks the acting isn't that good. He thinks Imposters is really good acting, and he would watch it on his own time, whereas Big Sky, he just watches it because it's something for us to both watch. Right. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I do. I, I like the story, but I agree with like the acting part, you know, Yeah. of like, I don't the know. quality of actors gotta, and stuff like that. You, you got to watch this week's episode, though. It's fucking amazing. Hmm. You, you, like, I swear we just watched it, but I don't remember if we watched. No, we didn't because it comes out on what Tuesday. Yeah, like Some I watched shit? it on yeah, my birthday no. with my parents. All right, yeah. So no, I didn't watch it. Okay, you need to watch it because it was way better than last week's, like a hundred times better. Oh, okay. so much, so much happened. It's so good. Okay. Ah, <sighs> advice. <laughs> Advice. Listen, okay. I'm I'm locked in my bedroom and my dog's just broke in. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they'll be quiet and fine unless the fire alarm happens again. I thought I heard but, the door open. How did they do that? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I mean, RJ's on my bed. Mimi's sitting right here next to me. The cat's climbing on my leg. It's like Hopefully. they broke in. 
<laughs> you know what it is? Is I have the handles. I don't have knobs. I have like the handles. And when yeah. he jumped up, he must have hit the handle. That is oh, so son of bitch. funny. My dog has sam- separation anxiety. I tell you, <laughs> they like walk. He in does. With- it's so big. What What do you call it? Um, what? Foam. What do you call it? FOMO. 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 Fear of RJ missing has out. FOMO. Either, well, I don't know if he has a fear of missing out. Or, I think he has a fear of missing out on time with mommy. This dog is like addicted to me. Yeah, he like doesn't like the door you know? closed. Benji's the same way. But imagine they, they, he opens the door, they walk in with like a suit on and glasses and like an earpiece. <laughs> they just like, <laughs> like the Secret Service just broke into your bedroom. <laughs> I don't know why I had that picture in my head, but I had to say it out loud. Oh my God. My OCD in my head was like, say it. Say it. Something bad's going to happen if you don't say this, even though it makes no fucking sense. Say it. Oh, my God, Liz. Why does I, I love you. you all the time. I love you more. I miss you. I miss you, I miss your face. <laughs> I'm right here. FaceTime. Uh, wait, can I just tell you something, guys? Something that we just discovered today. What? Fucking FaceTime. So, I'm a potato. Oh. <laughs> So I'm sitting there responding. Somebody sent me a message and I'm on my message responding. And Alyssa's like, you know, I can see you. <laughs> How is that possible? And then she was on like her calendar app and I was able to see her. Like I think I, uh, I always assume that if you're off of the FaceTime thing, like you can't see. Hey, oh my gosh. She got me at the worst position too. Cause I was like chin down, like texting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Major potato. <laughs> That's why I have my phone on a tripod, so it's above me at all times. <laughs> That's why she looks so good. She's like, no. uh-huh, my chin's up. Oh, if only you guys could see me right now. <laughs> oh, that's so funny, though. She's oh, like, no, God. you can't. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, why did they update We haven't that? seen each other in so long, and that's the view you're going to see of me. <laughs> You're like, I need to redeem myself. Oh, man. Yeah, I know. I got to make sure I dye my hair the day before I see you. Make sure I'm looking all fine. Like a first date. Oh, I'll get butterflies in my belly and shit. <laughs> oh, oh, my dear. God. Okay. All right. Do you want to start or you want me to start the first email? Um, She's like, let me look at the next one to see how that one. How long that you know, one. honestly, I was going. <laughs> Did you hear that? No. Honestly, I was go. That's what I heard. Oh shit! My cat just jumped up on the piano. <laughs> no, I didn't hear it. <laughs> I'm like, what is that? I think you're gonna Playing say the you piano, farted. Walking across the piano, ding ding ding. Oh my god! I think Guys. you're gonna say you farted. <laughs> I'm like, did when you I hear that? <laughs> Oops! Edit. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on now listen guys i'm a hot mess you know it but you love me anyway so thank you <laughs> okay so the second email that we're reading today is kind of longer but it's kind of double spaced it's up to you i'll read the first one i got it all right go ahead all right well it's poppinogamil fam thank you Alyssa and jerry for the amazing work they do on the podcast the wonderful mm-hmm. advice they give all of us, the laughs that we all share, and the tears that we all shed. Oh. <laughs> I need some unv- advice on how to deal with a scary situation. A few days ago, I worked a very long shift, and when I got home, I received a message from my boss asking if I can come into work um, the evening shift. I had a hair appointment, so I had to decline the shift, but now I feel guilty that I didn't take it. For reference, the physical building that my job is in is connected to the high school that I went to. After my appointment, I came home and my boyfriend and I were watching a TV show and one of my coworkers called in and asked if I'd heard anything from my boss or the people on staff working. I said no one was working and what's going on. My coworker told me that there was police cars around the building and no one was allowed in or out. About 30 minutes later, I got a message from my friend saying to lock the doors and not let anyone in the house. I found out that at the high school, there was somebody that somebody got shot. The people at my work and I have only been there for a few years, and I'm the only one that has the most seniority. In that moment, when I was told that there was someone who had a gun in the same building as my work, I automatically texted my coworkers to make sure they were okay. I got an instant reply saying they were on, under lockdown and how everyone is safe, but they were all scared. 
In that moment, I felt guilty that I was not there when I was asked to work that shift. I started to feel that I could have done something more to help. I felt helpless being at home and feeling safe when all my coworkers didn't. I need advice on how to deal with the situation. Just for reference, none of my coworkers were injured from the situation. The person that did the incident is arrested, and there is one individual that was taken to the hospital. I hope you can help. Thank you. Okay, love you. Bye. Jeez. That is scary. Um, I would switch this mentality, though. Mm -hmm. Instead of feeling guilty that you weren't there, be grateful that you weren't there. Yeah, I mean, I understand what she's feeling because it was almost like she was asked to go in and then she chose not to go in. So now she has the guilt of not being there. You have to think of it, in my opinion, think of it that there there was fate. There was a reason that you declined to go get your hair done. Because maybe if you were there, maybe you would have gotten hurt. You know, maybe it would have turned out to be a different situation. You have to let go of it. I mean, thank God nobody was hurt. Thank God all your coworkers, although scared, were safe. And allow yourself that, that pass. You know, it wasn't your doing. And I just... Understand that the outcome could have been completely different if you had accepted that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's my gut. There's always a reason. There's a reason that you're not there. Oh, that yeah. you weren't Every there. single thing that happens in your life happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. It's to teach you a lesson. It's to help you grow. Whatever you it safe. is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, literally. Like, you're in every moment of your life for a specific reason. Like, I really do believe that. Like, I don't know, like the day that I got into my car accident, I was going to Target, but I was like sitting on the couch debating if I even wanted to go to Target, but I just got up and went. But like, Mm -hmm. maybe if I had not went and Zane and I like, I don't know, went out to dinner that night, it could have been a worse car accident. Like, you know what I mean? I feel Mm -hmm. like even though that was a bad situation, I do still feel like it happened for a reason. Absolutely. As As like bad as that sounds, like... I don't know, I was putting out into the universe, like, maybe I'll get a new car soon, maybe I'll get a new car soon, and then everything, like, fell into place after that, but, like, thank God I was safe, and I think that if I had been in that situation at any other moment, it could have been a whole nother thing. Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So had you gone to work, had you have taken her up on that offer, maybe the situation would have been completely different. Maybe somebody would have gotten hurt. Maybe your caring so much about people would have gotten you hurt because maybe you would have been running around checking in on everybody, you know? So just think a little more selfishly. Yeah. Take it as like you were saved and there was a reason and everybody's okay. You know? Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. For sure. All right. A toxic family member. My favorite. Oh, (laughs) it was meant for you. Just skip to the end. Can you give me any advice? Sure. Got you. <laughs> get, Please. get rid of them. <laughs> yeah, kick them out. Please help. All right. What's poppin'? Listen, Jerry, this is probably going to be a long one, so let's get into it. Let me start by giving a little bit of background information. I'm currently 18. I'm going to be 19 in April, and I'm a full-time university student. I guess you could say Zoom University, a Living at home with my parents. I do have a job, but only work weekends since school is very busy for me and my job doesn't have evening shifts this time of year. So now getting into what I'm here for. I'm starting to see how toxic my mom can be at times and it's honestly very hard to be around all the time. Ooh, her mom. Hmm. Don't, I can't, I don't have experience with that. Thank God. My parents are very conservative and have their own strong opinions and are not willing to change or hear Hmm. others out. I have family members like that. I'm writing this email about my mom, but my dad shares these opinions as well, just not to the same extent. In my house, it's kind of just whatever my mom says goes. There's no expressing other opinions, and I was raised where my family doesn't talk about feelings or differences of opinions. A bit more information is that I'm also bisexual. I have not come out to my parents because I know for sure that my mom will not accept me. Is that fucking disgusting? I'm sorry. I know this because she has basically said it outright. If we're watching a movie as a family where there is an LGBT plus couple, she will audibly scoff and roll her eyes. And I've made comments like really... Oh, and heard her, sorry, and heard her make comments like really more of this. This can't be a normal movie when referring to the not straight Uh. presenting couple on the screen. 
I've fully accepted myself for being bisexual and being stuck in this super negative house is honestly not helping my mental health. Speaking Mm -hmm. of mental health, that is another small issue. Just over a year ago, I was officially diagnosed with depression and take medication to help. The meds honestly helped me so much, but my mental health is a very taboo topic in my house. When my parents first started to notice my depression take a huge effect on my life, my mom sat me down and told me we need to fix this. Now I realize this isn't necessarily bad, and I can honestly and I can tell she honestly cares about my mental health, but she proceeded to tell me how it's not normal and we needed to fix my problems before other people start to notice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am now super passionate about mental health, and I'm always posting awareness on my Instagram stories. My mom doesn't fully agree with me sharing my, quote, problems, but that part, I've just said fuck it, because if I can help someone who is struggling, I will. Good the last toxic it, toxic issue is how I dress and express myself. I personally am more comfortable dressing in more, quote, men's clothes. My mom, however, does not like that at all. She has told me multiple times that she wishes I could just be more girly and be the the girly daughter she always wished she had. But I fully believe that clothes have no gender and gender is just a social construct anyways, but I know she doesn't agree. I also love tattoos and piercings and I want to get so many more. I have one small tattoo and when I told my mom what I was going to get next, once once things open again, she freaked out. I got the whole, I'm disappointed in this lifestyle you've chosen speech over a tattoo, which is another <laughs> reason why I haven't come out to her yet if I got that speech over a simple tattoo. Mm-hmm. I've lived with my parents my whole life, and I'm just now realizing how toxic it can be at home, and especially listening to how how amazing a mom Jerry is and the open relationship she has with her children. It's making me realize how kids should be allowed to have their own opinions and not their parents, which is something I've never really been able to express growing up. I want to move out because of my full-time university status, and only working part-time is not fully possible right now. My mom has also told me that I'm not allowed to move out until she says I can, so it's (laughs) not like I can have a conversation about that possibility. As I'm writing this, I'm hearing y'all say to communicate with her, but that's another problem. She won't listen, and if I try to express an opinion the opposite of hers, she gets angry and storms off. My dad is also mostly silent and doesn't want to argue with my mom, so he doesn't step in. I want to say as well that it's not all that bad. My mom is a great person and we have some great moments, but when it comes to who I really am as a person and how I want to be, that's where the toxic relationship comes in, as I've explained. I seriously love my mom so much and I don't want to hurt her, but she doesn't understand who I am and won't really listen anymore. I'm honestly just so exhausted of hiding myself because I will not be supported. I want to be myself and love who I want to and just feel free to be me i feel so trapped at this point and like i can't even be remotely myself anymore around my family my mental health is not doing great and i'm honestly back at the lowest i've ever been i feel like i'm suffocating and i just don't see the point anymore sorry this was so long but i really could use some advice on the situation how can i deal with a toxic family member while still living at home and do you have any tips on try to fix things on how to try to fix things with my mom as well Okay, wow. wow, wow, and a little extra wow with that. Um, I'm really sorry for everything that you're going through. Um, I can appreciate and understand that you love your mom and she's a great person except for X, Y, and Z. Um, I also appreciate that you say we're going to say communicate and she's stubborn and won't listen, but I think what you say at the end is what you need to say to her. You know, just say, listen, I love you. I, you know, we've had some really great moments, but I can't be who I really am around you. You know, between, and I'm not even talking about your bisexuality. I'm talking about your mental illness where you got to hurry up and fix yourself before other people notice. Like to me, yeah, the way you dress, it's like all those things. So forget the bisexuality. It's like, what about the other things? Mom, accept me for who I am. Like, mm-hmm. you put me, you make me feel less than because of a pair of pants I'm wearing or because I'm addressing mental health, you know, mental health and bringing awareness to it. Look at those in, like, good light. Mom, I really love you, but you're killing me. You know, Sorry, you're really, I, you're bringing me you, down. I love you and I want to feel loved by you. And I don't. Yeah. Oh, oh, Alyssa, I got goosebumps. <laughs> but yes, exactly that. And, you know, I understand to an extent how, like, okay, she's conservative. She'll never change and stuff like this. To me, it's like when somebody, you know, 
like maybe she'll have that aha light bulb moment if you address it the way you did to us. Like I said, forget about the bisexuality because you know that's going to be a whole other thing. But mama, you really like my lifestyle. I want a tattoo. What kind of lifestyle are you referring to? Why are you going to yeah, you're not, not out on the love doing drugs. or show me? Yeah, like look at me. I'm good kid. Exactly. I'm going to university. I have my shit together. Who cares if I have a tattoo on my wrist? Who cares if I'm wearing boys pants? You know, like accept and love me for me. Yeah. yeah. That's sad. It's so sad. Society standards are like not good. Because <laughs> there is no standard I mean. you're anymore. Gonna, you're going to no treat standard. your child. Like it's just so sad for me that your mom's going to treat you a certain way because of something simple like clothes or tattoo Mm -hmm. or that you're looking to get yourself better and you went to a doctor and you're on medicine. Like those are all things that you should be praised for. Like your mom should look up to you and go, wow, look at you. I'm I'm proud of you. You're taking care of yourself. Like in the society we live in right now, like uh, suicide is, is, is horrible. So the fact that you're working on getting better mentally and like, advocating for mental health awareness and like just bringing light to a situation. Like if that was my child who was doing all that, I'd be like, wow, good for you. Like, look what you're doing. You're helping somebody else. Like your mom should look at that in a good light. Mm-hmm. Not like hurry up and fix yourself before somebody else notices. Who, who, who is she worrying about pleasing? A stranger on the outside or her mm-hmm. daughter? Mm-hmm. You know, like that's really sad. I feel really sad for you. But I think the honestly... The best way is just that last paragraph that you wrote about like you love her, you've had a lot of great moments, but, and I think that's what you need to say to her, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Please, these mom. Are the, like, these are the parents that treat their children like they're trophies. Like you have to be the perfect trophy daughter for everybody else to see. Yeah, I, I wanted you to be the girly girl. What does that even mean? Well, guess what? I'm not, like, I'm not here to like please your life. Sorry. Except me for me. Yeah, like not or not everybody's so fucking cookie cutter. Like I you know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just feel like when you know, if you think about it, if we were all look the same, if we all had the same hair, the same clothes, we boring. our houses looked the same, we spoke this like what kind of world was we live in? Like that's yeah. just so yeah, like little programmed robots walking around. You know, you have the fact that you could be individual and think on your own is something that your parents should be proud of. Mm. You know? I think. I'm sorry. I definitely so want to know you if do you if you were her. I would ha- sit down and have a conversation and I know she said that her mom's not open to listening to it, but I think by saying, hey, mom, I love you. I respect you. I know you want to run away, but please listen to me and hear me out. Please. Yes. It's important to me yeah. that you listen to me. I love you. We've had great moments, but this is who I am. I don't like being judged by my mother. There's supposed to be an unconditional love. You shouldn't love me less or be ashamed of me because I'm wearing boys' clothes or because I'm on... Um, depression medicine Mm -hmm. you should be proud of me for you know doing me for being me I'm in school Mm -hmm. I'm a good kid you know like I think addressing it that way Mm -hmm. maybe she'll have that aha moment because I know I've had conversations with my kids all the time Amani could say one word to me and it's like oh Mm -hmm. like I I didn't even look at it that way so maybe her seeing it through a different lens maybe her seeing it hearing you say it without being an argument Without mm-hmm. being like, like hopefully she could turn her judgmental because she is very judgy, right? Like, hopefully she could shut that off. Yeah, I, I mean, don't know, Liz. What about you? I mean, I she did say like I know you're gonna say just talk to her, and like we are being very hopeful in a sense that like we hope if you approach her with kindness and love and like be really vulnerable rather than angry, then we would hope that she's a decent enough person to hear you out. Her own daughter, however. If that doesn't go, if she's still running away, getting mad at you for genuinely being kind and res- and just just asking her to respect you as a mother, if that doesn't work out, then in my opinion, I wouldn't want her in my life. Um, and I think that like, oh, you're not allowed to move out thing is BS because you're 18 and that's a legal adult. So if you wanted to move out, you can. Um, <clears throat> I would be like, okay, so... 
I tried and I tried to be kind and I was really vulnerable and I opened up to you and I was trying to open a conversation, you know, feel loved by you. And I see that's not working. I feel like this is a really toxic environment and I, I need to go away. Like, I, I don't know. Because like, I need to be me. Yeah. And if you don't accept me. I just think that's not like, besides anything that you're going through, if you go to a parent and no matter what the what the topic is and you're confiding in your parent and something that's hurtful and it makes you feel not good and you're being vulnerable and opening up to them and they don't take that in with a big heart. I don't think that's a parent. I agree. That's really harsh, but being a parent to me is being loving and open and communicate with your children and yeah no matter what you should love your child no matter fucking who cares like who doesn't matter as long as they're happy we always say that like as long as they're happy and like Mm -hmm. if my parents like if i like that would fucking kill me i wouldn't be able to Mm -hmm. see them again if i went to them and confided in something that really hurt me and they were just like oh you're dramatic like you're this you're that i wish you were this like that would be so painful to me Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to be around it because that would really hurt. That would really hurt. Man, this is tough. The wishing you were somebody else. I don't mm. know if I'd be able to move past that. I got to be honest with you. That's what I'm saying. That's so. Like if if I, I like if I dressed more in baggy clothes and dressed like a guy, and my parents said like, oh, I've just always wanted a girly daughter. Like I wish you were this. I'd be like. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, that's that's a tough pill to swallow. You know? And you know what? I wish I had a mother who was understanding and who I could be myself around. And I don't have that either. You know? Like, not that you want to go to for tat or become petty like that, but, I mean, it goes both ways. To be yeah, respected. True. You know, like, she should respect you and mm-hmm. for who you are. You know, especially you're an adult now. Yeah, like she yeah. Like you're asking all of these things from me to change so many things about me. You don't like this. You don't like that. And all I'm asking you is some decency and kindness. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. So, so, so why, why am I supposed to take in what all these things you're saying to me, and you can't even give me kindness and love? I mean, you said you love your mom, and she's a good person, but you know what I mean. This is yeah. this is not just you disagree on. I don't know. Not pizza, because that's really fucking stupid, but something a little like <laughs> a little bit bigger than pizza, but not as big as like who you are as a person. Like this is a big deal. Do you know what I mean? Like this is not right. middle tier, bottom tier. This is top tier things of like this shouldn't this be is happening. Who you are. Exactly. Yeah. This is yeah. who you are. You shouldn't have to fight for love or attention or respect from parents because it's who you are. You know, like I've said it from day one with all of my kids, you know, whatever they, whatever path they chose to go down, I mean, as long as it's not crime, <laughs> you know, and as long as they're not fucking pieces of shit assholes, whatever they chose, whatever path they choose, I will be by their side always. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I won't ever force my beliefs on my kids. You know, I want my kids, I think raising your kids to be an, a strong, independent person is the best way to be. I don't want yeah. my kids to walk around and be a puppet of me and do and act how I want them to and dress the no, way I would like why? them to. I want my kids to be strong and independent. I want my mm-hmm. kids to be themselves, you know? Not mm-hmm. somebody who I, like, made a little puppet, you yeah, know? They're not your little, yeah, they're not your little puppet to, like, plan their life how you want. Yeah. Get, a, get a fucking dog. Do what you want with it. Dogs can't talk. They have to do what you want them to do. Kids are different. <laughs> wow. This is sad. I'm sorry we, for you. We get too many emails like this. Uh, you know what? It just goes to show us that it happens far too often. You it. know? Like, I really believe that if you want to be a mother, be a mother. You know? Just put, a, put aside your whatever. And just be be a mother. Love your child unconditionally because that's what it all comes down to. It's not hard. You know? Just love your child. It's not hard to love the the human that came out of you. Just love them. It's really not a hard thing to do. And there's (laughs) things like, listen, my kids have done things that have made me go, oh. But guess what? It's life. (laughs) You know? It's life. Exactly. And you know what? I'll say it all the time. Like, I've got really great kids. You know, they're... 
morally correct. And to me, that's so, so much more important than being any sort of a very religious sort of person. Because if you could just go through life and not like intentionally hurt people, intentionally screw people over, if you're just a good fucking person, then I'm going to fucking tap, pat myself on the back and say, you know what, mom, you did a great job because you raised kids that give a shit. They're empathetic, they're sympathetic. And that's what I, I've said this. I know I've said it on the podcast. This world needs to be. these. The, we humans need to look at like the way animals treat each other. You know, you see all these like videos of like animals helping animals and shit. And you'll see a video of like a person laying on the street and people just walk over them. Like we've as a whole, as humans, have lost some of that empathy and and that's what we need to get back. And when you don't even get it from your own parent, that's yeah. like speaking volume. And mm-hmm. I think like I've said it, I think if you're ready to become a parent and you're ready to be a mother and this is a choice that you're making to do, then do it to your best fucking ability. You know, mm-hmm. like really teach your kids to be independent thinkers and let them be an individual person. Mm-hmm. You know, I think also like, parents like this need to switch the qualities that they're looking for in their children. Like you said, like look for empathy in your child, kindness, compassion, um, drive, you know, like not how are they going to dress? Who are they going to love? What are they going to, how are they going to, you know, think Act about in the bedroom? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like let's, let's look for if they're a good person, check. That's it. <laughs> that, that's exactly what I was just saying. It's more important to me that my kids are good people. It. you know and they're happy like, yeah like that's it you know if, if they want to you know like I had a whole conversation with Aaliyah yesterday because I've been in a bad spot mentally and uh my daughter fucking like yesterday she was my therapist and um I was just going through my motions of like uh like I hate where I am right now as far as like, I'm not back to work yet. I'm still having issues and stuff like that. And, you know, there's a time and there's a place and there's a role for everybody, right? So there's always going to be something for everybody, right? So if your mom isn't your something right now, then somebody out there can be your something. You know, like if she's not being supportive and loving and caring and happy with who you are as a person, there's somebody else out there that will be. You know, and I'm, I don't want to say cut your mother off because, you know, it's your mother. But at the same time, I mean, having all these toxic, negative feelings at home in what's supposed to be your safe haven, that to me, that's not good. You know? I agree. Damn, this is a hard one. I got tears in my eyes. Yeah. You know? I don't know. In, In my opinion, like, if you're toxic, you're toxic. I don't care. Mom, brother, dog, sister. Uncle, Mm -hmm. cousin, it really doesn't matter. Normalize cutting off family if they're not good for you. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Just like you would a friend. Ooh, good luck. Jeez. Obviously, we want updates. Okay. We have uh, advice, anxiety, and lack of self-confidence. I don't know if you're coming to the right one today, girl. I wrote it. I wrote this. <laughs> I was going to say, this is definitely like me. <laughs> okay, what's poppin'? Listen, Jerry, I'm 22 years old, married, and I have a 15-month-old baby who is my entire world. I've been wanting to send you an email to you guys for so long, but was just waiting for something I felt was good enough and hopefully to be read on the podcast. Here you go. I feel like my situation can be somewhat relatable to other people's, and so maybe y'all's advice can help me out, help me and other people out in the process. I've listened to the podcast since the beginning. I've been a subscriber of Alyssa's for a few years now, and she's truly one of my favorite YouTubers, one of the very few people that I watch and never miss a vlog. And Agamil is definitely the only podcast I keep up with. Well, I'm a mom. Literally, the only time I have to listen to a podcast is when I'm in the shower. So that's my time to catch up on the podcast every day. I love you. Thank you. Anyways, I'll stop ranting about that because this email is already way too long. I just want you all to know that I love you all so much and I truly... And truly hope you both know how much positive light y'all are in my life. Oh, my God. Okay, let's get into it. 
I'm a mom, a wife, a full-time worker, and also taking college classes part-time. A few months ago, I was accepted into nursing nursing school, a very big accomplishment. But as soon as the semester started back in August, I was miserable. I felt so out of place in class. I was so focused on everyone else and felt like everyone felt so confident and and why they were there. But I didn't. I felt like everyone was a step ahead of me. So out of fear and much questioning if nursing was what I truly wanted to do with my life, I dropped out. I felt like I pushed so hard to get into nursing school because that's what everyone in my family wanted me to do. Stupid, I know. Life lesson. Don't do something just because your family wants you to. There we go. Preach it. Love it. Anyways, after dropping out, I, of course, felt like a failure. I felt like I was never going to make anything out of myself or ever be successful in anything. Hmm. You're a mother. Just saying. Truth be told, I would completely be completely happy being a stay-at-home mom because I don't care what anyone else says. That is a full-time job in itself. But that's not practical for me, and I also... No, I need to socially interact and have time away from my baby, even if I feel like I don't want to be away from him. So fast forward until now. I'm still in college taking classes. For what? I don't even know. I have no idea what I want to do with my life. I'm 22 years old. What the hell am I doing? Sometimes Girl. I think <laughs> Sometimes I think maybe I want to be a teacher. And then I'm like, me? No. A teacher? Uh-uh. I'm not smart enough for that. Then another part of me wants to be an ultrasound technician. I know, completely opposite ends of the spectrum here. And then I think to myself, there's no way I'm capable of that. So I guess my issue is I have zero self-confidence. I'm always worried about how much further other people are in their career paths than I am. I compare myself to other people. I get so upset at myself for not knowing what I want to do in my life. Meanwhile, there's other people not knowing what they want to do straight out of high school and they make it happen. And just then, and just when I think I'm figuring out what I want to go school go to school for, I took myself out of it. You're not smart enough. You're not capable of doing that. There's no way you'll be a good teacher or a good ultrasound technician. I just feel so stuck at where I am right now. Stuck between feeling out, freaking out because I'm 22 and don't know what the hell I'm doing. Then also reminding myself that I'm only 22 and my my path is just different from others around me. I think that's the best line of the whole email, by the way. I suffer from anxiety, and I've been struggling with it for years. A lot of my anxiety is triggered by social situations, change, and lack of routine. So I just need all any and all advice on how I can overcome some of this lack of self-confidence and anxiety that I'm struggling with. Sorry this is so long. I truly hope it makes sense. I'm writing this half awake. But here's some pictures of my little family. Love you. Bye. I'm going to yell at you. This is what I'm going to do. Oh, my fucking God. They're so damn cute. Wow. (gasps) Oh, my God. Okay, so I'm going to let Liz get into this. I just want to give you a little bit of advice, okay? I'm 40 years old. And I could could have written this myself. I'm 40 years old. Because I never remember. Am I 46 or 47? So I'm like 46. You don't know. <laughs> anyway, I'm older, okay? I had this conversation. That's what I was telling you yesterday. Aaliyah was my therapist. I had a situation on what the fuck am I going to do in life? I feel like I should be somewhere. What could I be doing? I don't think I could do this. I'm not smart enough for that. I can't physically do this anymore. I went through it yesterday. I could have written this email myself. I swear I went through the same shit. And I'm 40-something years old. So the 22 thing, you got to let it go. That line, whatever you wrote, I feel like I'm only, uh, I feel like I'm stuck now, stuck between freaking out because I'm 22 and I don't know what I'm doing, and also reminding myself that I'm only 22. That's exactly it. You're 22 years old, you're a mother, and you're a wife, and you're going to school. Cut yourself some slack. Stop, my number one, stop comparing yourself to others. You know, like... You're looking at Joe Schmo, who might be excelling in the nursing program, but you don't know if Joe Schmo at home has a miserable home life and is coming from a fucked up family. You know, so don't look at others and don't compare yourself to others, you know? Also, on the other side of the spectrum, you're saying, like, um, you know, they they might have a miserable life, so don't even compare yourself. On the other hand, uh, truth be told, there's 
always going to be somebody that is smarter than you, richer than you, happier than you, sadder than you, doing worse than you, doing better. There is always going to be somebody above and below you. Always. Mm -hmm. You could be a multimillionaire, but guess what? There's still billionaires out there. Mm -hmm. So the thing of like, oh, but they're ahead. It's like, there's always going to be somebody ahead. Always. In everything you do in life. No matter what. There's always going to be somebody ahead of you. So to compare yourself and be like, oh, well, there, yeah, because I started earlier. If you start now, guess what? Then you'll be ahead of the people that start the year before you. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there's always going to be somebody smarter. And the fact that you're thinking you're not smart enough, you're not capable. Guess what? If you go to school and you're learning, you're going to learn it. You're going to be smart enough because you're going to learn. And there's nothing stopping you from that because you're in school. And you know, like Aliyah was referencing yesterday, she was like, Ma, I was on Snapchat and I see people that are like 80 years old going back to get their GED because they dropped out of high school. 80. Because it was just it's important to them late. at that time. It's, that's the point. It's never too late. I, the, I see it all the time. People like changing careers at 50. They retired from being mm-hmm. whatever and now they want to go do this. Don't don't like think, oh, I'm 22, I'm a wife, I'm a mother, I should have a career because that's just a crock of bullshit. It doesn't work like that. You know, I also, understand because I want, I, I go through it. I have the same struggle, but I also understand that, um, that there's a reason. There's a reason, mm-hmm. there's a way, you'll find your calling. So mm-hmm. nursing isn't your thing. Definitely don't do what other people want you to do. Nursing mm-hmm. isn't your thing. It's funny that you said ultrasound because I've always said I wanted to be an ultrasound tech. And I'll tell you what, everything I just went through with my heart and all the the scans and looking, I look at it too and I'm like, I could never fucking do that. So I swear, that's what I'm saying. As I'm reading this email, I'm like, fuck, those are my words because I put myself in that situation. But if I go into it with a negative mindset, if I say, oh, I'll never be able to do ultrasound, guess what? You're right. I'll never be able to do ultrasound. But if I have the confidence going in and I say, you know what? Maybe it'll take me a little bit longer. Maybe I'll have to study a little bit harder. Maybe I'll fail a test or two and have to do it again. But if if that's where you want to be, you'll make it happen. And that's my point. So if if you're willing to give it up so quickly, it's because maybe that's not where you're meant to be, you know? Mm-hmm. I also feel like this, I'm hearing a little bit in this email of the, well, once I get here, well, once I get here, once I get there, and it's like, um, you know, like, truth be told, like, even if you have your dream career, you're going to still suffer with anxiety sometimes. You're still mm-hmm. going to suffer with self-confidence. Once you get to the top, it doesn't change much. Do you know what I mean? So I don't want you... I'm talking to her. I don't want you... <laughs> no, but to, you're talking to me too because I literally could have written this myself. Yeah, like I don't want you to have the mentality of like, I need to find a career and then I'll be good. Because that's not going to happen. Because guess what? I have a career and sometimes I'm still like, what the fuck am I going to do? Even uh-huh. though I have my career. I have those yeah. days where it's like, well, what if this leads here? Well, what about this? Well, what am I going to do? What about this? Even a fucking lawyer might think that. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter what field you're in. Like, you're always going to have the what ifs. Everybody has what ifs in their head forever. And And I just don't want... Sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I just don't want you to have the mentality that once you find a career, everything's going to be magical because you're always going to struggle. So enjoy it now while you're struggling because you're going to struggle the rest of your life. That's just life. Life would be boring if every day was perfect. That, that wouldn't be fun. So, like, not that bad days are fun, but you know what I mean. Like, it would just be, like, no drive, no push, no motivation, no end goal, no struggles to work through and learn from and, and grow yourself from. Like, you're, you're 22 years old. Like, like I said, I just turned 23, and I still sometimes am like, what the fuck am I doing? Like, am I on the right path? Like, what if this happens? What if I want to do this? And, like... It's, you can always do whatever you want. Jerry said 80 years old doing shit. Like, you can always, like, just let life live its course and just do what feels right. Go ahead. Do what feels right. That's that's key. Because you have to you have to love with you, what you do, right? So, like, the nursing thing, I'm glad you got it behind you that you tried it, you didn't like it, you moved on from it. It's fine. Try the ultrasound. There's no reason there's so many technical schools, like I'm sure college courses as well, but there's so many technical schools that you can go to college online and go to a technical school. 
you know, like I, my whole entire life growing up from when I was a wee little fucking two or three year olds, all I wanted to do was hair. I wanted to be a beautician. I wanted to go to cosmetology school. Well, guess what? I did it. I did it, graduated, was top of my class. And I fucking hated it once I got into the salons, mm-hmm. hated it, hated the bullshit. And then that messed with me too, because I had the mentality of you. Once I get there, I'll be okay. And mm-hmm. I wasn't, it, be, it was worse for me because of all like the, the cattiness of like salons and people like talking about people, like I can't deal with that. So it was very hard for me. And then I felt like, wow, well, that was all I ever wanted to do. So now I'm like nothing. You know, and uh, that low self-worth only got worse with that. So try different things. Like I've said it before, like to be an entrepreneur, I could never be. I can't, there's, I don't have enough drive in me. Maybe if I find a passion about something, but right now Mm -hmm. I don't find passion about anything. (laughs) But I know very confidently and I could 100% put money on this. If you spoke to any of my bosses in my last 30 years of working, every single one will tell you that I was absolutely their best worker. There's something- I love the confidence. uh, As a worker, I can never be the leader. Well- There's nothing wrong with that. I don't want to say never, but as of right now, I don't even care to be the leader of something. Yeah, but that's BS because you were a manager, you were a key holder, you were a leader. Oh yeah, I was a manager, but I wasn't like, yeah, yeah, I guess. But the point being, but I was the best that I could be. I I never leave it to anybody to ever say anything bad about my work ethic. My work ethic, Mm -hmm. I hold very high standards to, and Mm -hmm. I go above and beyond. And I go above and beyond because, hey, I'm getting paid to do that job. Whether I'm scrubbing toilets, whether I'm flipping a burger at McDonald's, because God knows I've done all of these jobs, whatever it was, I took pride in. Because you know what? There literally is a job for everybody. There's always going to be a need for a janitor and a garbage man and a CEO and a, you know, like every job has a purpose. So don't sell yourself short and think you need necessarily a career and you need to be labeled as an ultrasound tech because maybe what you'll be is... um, Whatever, uh, uh, work in a hotel as a receptionist or, you know, like everybody's job has a value mm-hmm. and just give yourself some damn credit. You're yeah. a mom. And like, yeah, literally. And like, and I think also you're, psych- you're lying to yourself too, not in like a mean way, but like you are, cause you're saying, um, I would just be a stay at home mom cause I don't care what other people think, but you're also still beating yourself up for not having a job. So I think that you need to sit with yourself and say, do I even, would I love to just be a stay-at-home mom and just care for my kid? Am I just trying to like please society and feel like I have to have a job just because it feels like the right thing to do, you know? Mm, so I think, yeah, I think you need to ask yourself that because you're saying two different things in this email. Also, um, you're saying you're not, you think you're not smart enough, you're not capable. If you put hours and hours and however long it takes to become an ultrasound technician, fucking years, months of schooling, you're gonna learn it. Like, there's no way you're not. Do you know what I mean? You're Mm -hmm. sitting there, you're consuming information, you're putting in the work, you're in school for it. You're smart enough. Anybody can learn anything. You know what I mean? Like, you can sit in a room for, if you're taking in hours of information, like, you're gonna learn it. It's gonna happen. It may be fucking hard. Mm -hmm. It may not be easy. But you can do it. I I agree. I want to touch back on the mother thing. Um... Because I was, I was working in a salon, I got married, I gave up my career. Well, A, I wasn't happy with it. B, I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. I was able to financially be a stay-at-home mom. And once that became my focus, once I got off of the, wow, I worked all these years to become a hairdresser, hated it. I mean, loved what I do, hated the, the, you know, I just didn't like that. Um... But once I committed to like being a mom, like that was my job, I was the very best mom that I could be, you know? And I think if you viewed it as that, not just like I'm just a mom or I want to be a stay-at-home mom or whatever, but if you say, okay, I'm choosing, if you you could afford to stay home and be a stay-at-home mom, then let that be your job. You know, like view it as being a job. Because it really is. It's one of the toughest jobs. Mm-hmm. But 
if you cut yourself some slack and just accept that that's what you're supposed to be doing right now, you'll flourish. I guarantee it. Yeah. Yeah, I think you ultimately just need to check in with yourself and ask yourself what you really want to do. You don't have to have a career path. You said you're in school right now, but do you even want to be in school? Hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a good one. That, that one was. Wow. All right, you guys. Um, oh, man. That was a good one. Woo, spicy. We want updates. Okay, everyone that we just read your damn email? Please send us an update. Yeah. Um, our email, agamilpodcast at gmail.com. It's A-G-A-H-M-I-L podcast at gmail.com. Make sure you put in the subject line what you're writing in about. Also, if you are like, what the fuck did she just say? Go to our Instagram. It's at Agamil. Hit the little email button. It'll open it up for you. And all you have to do is type your message and send it. We'll keep you anonymous. Um, and if you want to show our merch, pretty fucking cute. Teespring.com slash Agamil. And is that it? <laughs> we fucking love uh, you guys yeah we do okay we just right. uh, we just love you so much and um know that everybody struggles in their own way so there's nothing you know like Alyssa said there's always going to be somebody who has it better than you there's always going to be somebody that has it worse than you I think yeah. the biggest the biggest way to not take it so hard because I know <laughs> I'm fucking guilty as shit is comparing yourself when I look at people my age and I'm like, damn, look at her. She's almost ready to retire. Oh, she has a big corporate job. Fuck out of here. Yeah, Get but here. And then just, I look at her kids, her fucked up kids who are going through so much <laughs> shit because, you yeah, know, but, because she like, was that way. But just as equally as seeing somebody that has it better shouldn't make you feel bad. You also shouldn't look at people that have it worse and that shouldn't make you feel better about your life. You know what I mean? Like comparison goes both ways. Exactly. You know, exactly. And I think, you know, going back to if you're just truly grateful, if you wake up in the morning and you're like, listen, you know what? I woke up. I'm healthy. I have a husband or, you know, why? Whatever it may be. I was just reflecting back on that one email again. Mm -hmm. But if you could wake up in the morning and just be like, listen, I'm grateful. Grateful. I am here. I'm breathing. I have X. I have Y and I have Z. I appreciate Mm -hmm. it. I'm grateful for it. Your mindset's going to be better. You know, I mean, also to I don't want that to be misconstrued what I said, like you can still be like, oh, thank God, like we're blessed to have this and we're not in this horrible situation. Like, obviously, you can be grateful that you don't have it worse. I'm just Mm -hmm. saying like the comparison aspect of being like instead of saying like, oh, they have a beautiful house and they have a dog and I don't have that. And it's like use that as motivation rather than like to bring you down be like oh that's fucking sick like i'm gonna work my ass off to get there one day like that's shit is inspiring and then the people who have it less don't look at them like as they're shameful because you're better than them like that's the difference like appreciate that you're in a better situation but don't shame them for not being where they are you know Mm -hmm. big differences guys it's Mm -hmm. the mentality change your way of focusing on those little things you know? I guess I'm I'm trying to use it as like how I think of like YouTube comments too. It's like I shouldn't just as much as I shouldn't make the hate comments make me sad. I also shouldn't depend on the good comments to make me happy. You Ooh. know, but like that's do. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you they do. I mean? I mean, you know, that's you hear the people with all the good things, and it's like, oh my god, it makes me feel so happy. But then, yeah, yeah. you read the one bad one, and it's like, yeah. So mm-hmm. yeah, but you can't damn depend less. on either of them. This is on point with her fucking advice today. She's all like, I feel like I was in a therapy session. I'm feeling better now. Thanks. Good. That's amazing. That's what we hope for everybody listening to, you know, coming out of it and being like, oh, I learned something or I felt this way. I felt that way. Like just feeling something and connecting and learning something new. So anyway, it's just good to have conversations like this. So we love you all so much. We do love you so much. We'll see you next time. Okay, love you. Bye.